Hey, welcome back to Just Being Silly. I'm Liz, and this is episode 27. So if you've already looked at the title, which I assume you have, this episode is going to be about ACL, specifically Saturday of Weekend 2. That's the only day I did, and you know what? I think that's honestly... I think that's for the best. You know, I don't think um, my body could do three days anymore. I did three days of ACL once in 2021, and I remember that was kind of rough getting over. So um, judging on how I felt Sunday morning when I woke up post-ACL, I don't really think I could have done all three days, to be quite honest with you. But I went to ACL this past weekend with my two really good girly pops, Marlene and Madeline. And one thing that was really, I think, fun and special and cute and girly about this trip was that Marlene and Madeline are two of my closest friends and they are from totally different parts of my life. So Madeline is from my college clique of girls and Marlene was my first friend that I made post-college, like in the real world, in corporate America. And to bring those two groups like together was a lot of fun. So to bring you through like the long and the short of it, right? Like through the whole story. Um, Friday afternoon, Madeline and I left for Austin and it was kind of a hellish drive. I would never lie to you on the Just Being Silly podcast. It was hell, especially through Waco. Waco, if you're listening to this, count your fucking days. Also, how long can you be doing construction realistically? Realistically, how long can a city be doing construction? Because I'm pretty sure there was construction when I went through Waco to go to ACL in 2021. The same amount of construction, I would think. Like, what are they not doing? Is it for show? Somebody called Chip and Joanna. Like, why is this taking so long? Anyway, we brave that hellish drive and we make it to Austin. We pick up Marlene because she is an Austinite now. Is that what they call them? Austinites? I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to go with, they call them Austinites, and if they don't, they should. Anyway, picked up Miss Marlene and went over to the hotel, got all checked in, settled in, and we had about an hour from that point to make it to our dinner reservation, which was at a place called Juliet, Juliet Italian Kitchen off of Barton Springs. It was amazing. It was fantastic. We had pretty much the entire back room to ourselves. We were definitely giving mob boss. We were giving Sopranos. We were giving Goodfellas. We were giving um, the Godmothers for sure. Um, We had a waitress. Her name was Katya and she was it. She was everything. She was a legend and icon and she was the moment. She was so awesome. Um, We left there and honestly we hit 6th Street and I'll say very little about our time on 6th Street other than one thing about us is we are going to talk to the most random people and I'm going to tell them about the podcast and also maybe lie and tell them that I was on the Teen Choice Awards and I mean not to get into too many details but it was a crazy evening okay on the sixth street So we woke up the next day and we got ourselves together and we went to ACL. And so this is where the episode starts. I had to give you a five minute intro, right? I had to give you a five minute intro, really set the scene, scene setter. Bit of a scene setter, if you will. 
So we get to Zilker. I mean, decently early. We're getting there right as the eclipse is happening. So we're hanging our heads out of the Uber using his solar eclipse glasses to look up at the sun. Which was kind of nice of him to like offer that to us. So we did see the eclipse. Hey, we saw it. It looked like a little little waxing moon. I didn't get like the full eclipse part. I just, we just got the little, is it waxing when it looks like a fingernail? You can't respond. I don't know. Um, but yeah, we get to Zilker Park. We go through security. A little bit of a sweat there as we're walking up. Madeline is like, I wonder if my see-through tote bag is 12 by 6 by 12 or whatever the dimensions are. And I was like, well, girly pop, I wish you would have, <laughs> I wish you would have possibly looked that up before, but she looks it up. She goes, oh, it's certainly 16 inches. I said, period. Um, but by the grace of God, okay, by the grace of Jesus Christ, we made it through, okay? We made it through the gates and we were officially in ACL. So we did the the thing, right? We did the girly thing. We did the photos. We did the snacky. We did the, um, you know, like the corporate activation stuff. Like we went to the Coke studio and we made a music video that will never see the light of day. Actually, if you want to know the truth. We bopped around. We, you know, saw the sights. But then it was time for our first set. So Mount Joy was our first set. And, okay, so the title of this episode is live from ACL. And you're probably listening going, girly, this is not even remotely live from ACL. Well, I have some clips, okay? Um, we were able to salvage some of the clips and I am going to insert them into this episode. Please mind you, please mind yourself, okay? That one these were recorded with non-studio equipment outside at a festival with thousands upon thousands of other people around chitter-chattering and talking. Um, and they were on they were recorded on little tiny mics from Amazon. So if you're looking for HD 4K quality, you've come to the wrong place for some of these clips. Okay, you've come to the wrong place. You're gonna be able to hear what's being said. You're gonna understand, okay? But it's not going to be crisp. It's not gonna be crisp. And as, you know, it's not gonna be Dolby Digital, okay? It's not gonna be um, Beats by Dre, okay? It's not. It's gonna just be sounding like I pretty much could have recorded it on the iPhone and got the same amount of quality. So just bear with me. But with that being said, our first set was Mount Joy. And here is... <laughs> A little clip from before the Mount Joy set. Okay, we are live from ACL. I'm here with Marlene. Okay. Marlene, what's the vibe right now? Your vibes are immaculate. Are they immaculate? Okay, yes. So it is about, for everybody at home that is not here with us in this moment, it is about 80 degrees, but you could convince me that it was more, honestly. It's a little warm. Um, sun is out. That, that freshly eclipsed sun is out, um, out and proud, and yeah, we're just sitting here waiting for the Mountain Joy set. Any thoughts, Marlene? This is your first time on the pod. This is very serious. This is not as... I'm just happy to be here. Um, 
beautiful, perfect. And that's pretty much the end of that clip. Okay, so one thing you are going to learn about these clips are, one, we are cut off mid-conversation. Um, and part of that is because every time we would pull out these little fucking microphones and we would just be talking to each other, we weren't making a spectacle, um, even though I love to make a spectacle, okay? I love to make a spectacle. I have a podcast, so if you think I like to be low-key, you've got the wrong girl. But we weren't making a spectacle. We were sitting down even, talking to each other on these microphones, and people would not stop interrupting us. Like, nobody would would really be chatting with us until we pulled out the microphones. Then everybody wanted their 15 minutes, okay? So this ended right when somebody walked up to us and asked, what are your little microphones for? As if we weren't holding them to our mouths, looking at each other, and having a conversation. My best friend, what do you think that these could be for? Realistically. So that was that. But you know me, I am an entertainer. I am a people person. So I did direct them to the podcast, Just Being Silly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So there's that. Um, also another, you know what? There's not just one thing you need to know about these clips. There's two. The second one, my dearly beloved friends, Marlene and Madeline, are some of the sweetest, funniest, coolest people I know personally in my life. Um, and they love a little chit chat. They love a little kiki. They love to talk with the gals, right? Um, and that is until you hand them a tiny microphone. And then when you do that, mute. Silence. Were they silent or were they silenced? You would think they were silenced. Um, but you know, I understand because it takes a certain type of unhinged person to be able to just talk about nothing into a microphone for an extended period of time. It takes somebody truly unwell. Um, and one thing I know about these two, they are very well. So there's that. Moving on. Mount Joy set happens. We couldn't name one Mount Joy song. If you, um, if you were holding our feet over a fire, we could not tell you a Mount Joy song. And that's okay. They sounded great. We were enjoying it. There was a vibe to be had, okay? We, we were fine with what was happening. We were loving it even. Um, but then we left... And we went to Tanya Tucker's set. And Tanya Tucker, you'll you'll hear from the clip post Tanya Tucker's set, but she was giving fancy rhinestone cowgirl grandma, or Nana, actually, Nana. She was in all white, and she had her little puppy on stage with her. And she was pretty much serving everything I hope to be serving when I am her age. God bless her. We really get into the meat and potatoes of the evening after the Tanya Tucker set, though, when we are hustling plus bustling from Tanya Tucker over to Alanis Morissette. And Alanis Morissette is at the American Express stage. I haven't really been naming the stages, uh, so I guess to backtrack, Mountain Joy was at American Express. Tanya Tucker was at T-Mobile. And then Alanis Morissette was at American Express. So we went from American Express to T-Mobile to American Express. Now you're caught up. 
So we get to Alanis, and we get pretty nice little spots for Alanis. We really do. We're not, like, the very front by any means. Like, we're not barricade for sure. But we are, without a doubt, in the in the part of the crowd that is like, these are the fans. Like, these are the Alanis fans. We are close. We can see. Like, we are in a fun little spot. So more about that later, but right now I'm about to give you the recording from before the Alanis Morissette show. All right, so we are now at the American Express stage waiting to see Alanis Morissette. This is a big one, guys. This is, this is kind of what we've been talking about all day. How do you feel, Madeline? I'm getting the tingles. You're getting the tingles? Getting is it that Tito's single shot that you've got in your hand, or is it, it the is power of Alanis? I have. I Finally, a little sip. Feeling good, feeling fresh. I'm really excited. I know. We just saw Tanya Tucker. Tanya she Tucker, yes. Did so she was giving Tex and Grandma for sure, um, in the best way possible. Maybe I should say Nana. Grandma sounds derogatory. She is my Nana. She's she's if so slave. But we've it got like oh, that's that's your nana for sure. That is literally yes. But we got one minute until Alanis is supposed to come on. So I wanted to ask, what song are you wanting to hear the most? I'm gonna honestly, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I'm gonna headbang to you ought to know. You ought to know is a big one. Hey, what's up? All right, so she's about to start, but I know you want to hear you ought to know. Do you realize that that is about? What was his name on Full House? Dave Cook. What was his name? Uncle Danny? Uncle Danny? No, no, no. Danny Uncle Jesse? It's not about Uncle Jesse. The blonde one? It's about the blonde one. That was her man, and she wrote that song about him. So that's the story. Oh, here we go. have mercy that was a whirlwind if you're still with us after that god bless you you really um you've got some good karma coming so to address some parts of that recording one bonus points if you heard marlene correct us when we said tanya tucker she goes tanya and she was right and she needs to be louder about it she was correct she was um she was correcting us and keeping us in our in our place which i think is um an important thing to have in a friend. Somebody who keeps you in line and in check. Also, half of that recording was cut out in the middle because once again, somebody interrupted us and you're not even going to believe why they interrupted us this time. You're not even going to get it. You're not even going to believe it. These people, if you can hear halfway through that recording, they say, I say, yeah, what's up? And they say, do you have chapstick? I'm sorry, what? And these were grown folks, by the way. These weren't kids. These were people older than us. These were 30, maybe even close to 40-year-olds. And they said, Do you have chapstick? In a post-COVID-19 world, I am truly appalled. They interrupted our recording to ask if we had chapstick, which 
Um, I guess we did technically at the Coke activation that I talked about earlier. Um, they did hand out like little Coke lip balms and we had an extra one of those. So we were like, here, have this. And they're like, oh yeah, I just need a little bit, like just to put my finger in it. And we're like, you can surely fucking keep it because we do not want it back. Are you insane? Respectfully, all love. Are you insane? So that was the first interruption. After that, you can hear us discussing um, Dave Coulier, who is Uncle... I've already lost it. Who is it? Uncle Joey in Full House? The blonde guy, Uncle Joey in Full House. That is correct. He is allegedly, which we know how that works, right? But he is allegedly the subject of Alanis Morissette's song, You Oughta Know, which is about, I mean... A break getting broken up with and the guy quickly moving on to somebody else and it's like this really raw and gritty song but there's a part of it and I my lisp and my crunchy r's and all of my other speech impediments that I have got in the way at the end so if you didn't understand what I had said there's a part of the song where she says where Alana says talking about the subject of the song's new love interest, she says, would she go down on you in a theater? Dave Coulier, right? Uncle Joey, right? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry. (laughs) He didn't really strike me as the type to do that. But I'll take it and I'll take your word for it, Alanis, because I believe and trust you. <laughs> but that just also kind of throws me off. Just like Hollywood Hour, real quick, little little pop culture side moment. He did not need to be leaving Alanis Morissette, first of all. I don't know what he was on, but it was not the thing that the rest of us were on. Alanis Morissette is the woman, okay? She's the girl. Secondly, the theater thing really just throws me for a loop. I I can't imagine. I'm sure people, you know what? People do that all the time. Maybe I should stop being a freaking nerd. Okay. Stop being a square. Stop being a loser about it. But it just blows my mind that people are able to do things like that in public. Good for them, right? I'm actually going to the movies time. I'm not trying to take it in this direction, but I guess I am. Um, I'm going to the movies tonight with Kyle, and we're going to go see the Eras Tour. Can't imagine something like that would go down at the Eras Tour movie. Too many people. Also, we have too much shame, to be honest with you. That's enough of that. Anyway, Alanis was excellent. She was completely on point. She looks amazing. Um, she's been wearing her sunscreen and drinking her water. That's all I can say about her. But after Alanis, we hustled our little booties over to grab a little snack. And then we hit up Noah Khan, which I know in my previous episode, I called him Noah Kahan. And I'm sorry. And this is the official apology of the Just Being Silly podcast. I am sorry that I said his name wrong. But we're all learning and we're all growing. So that set happens, and I'll get into a little bit more of it, um, but 
here is the clip from after Noah Khan's set. Okay, so we just finished Noah Khan's set over at the T-Mobile stage. Okay, why was that very slay? <laughs> like that was that was a lot slayer than I thought it was going to be, to be fair. Peak moment, Mumford and Sons surprise appearance. Oh, way to bury the lead, Marlene. Like Mumford and Sons came out as a surprise guest, and so Mumford and Sons isn't supposed to be playing ACL until tomorrow, so Typically a guest is somebody who's there the same day, so it was really kind of an extra jaw-dropping shock to see them. So like, what did you like about it, Miss Madeline? Um, I, again, like, you know, music taste, we could work on the diversity. We could expand. We could expand. Uh, and so I was sitting there, I was bootstrapping, quite frankly. His, I don't think his, uh, I don't think his genre is very boot scoot, but I was boot scooting. You were boot scooting. I was having such a good time, and honestly, the crowd turnout, really good. Definitely reminded me, like I already told them, but definitely reminded me of 2021 when they booked Jack Harlow in 2020 for the Miller Lite stage, which is a small stage, kind of like T-Mobile, and he obviously blew up over that year, and so the Miller Lite stage backed up all the way into the Honda stage, which look at a map if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about but like it's really it, it was a lot so um yeah I loved that what was that season of the sticks I loved that so is it the season of the sticks right now why not I would think so is it one of those things where it's always the season of the sticks I think like the fall when I think like the fall winter when the leaves start coming off the trees I think that's Foliage. what yeah, I think when the trees are just sticks. I think that's what the reference is, but don't quote me on that. You actually might be onto something. Okay, AP Lit, I see you. That's amazing. Okay, well, 1975 is about to start, so um, we will update you all whenever, whenever we've seen it. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. Okay. That was the recording. That was it. Actually, I'm going to say arguably one of the better recordings, right? Sound-wise, especially towards the end. We figured it out there towards the end. But yeah, Noah Khan was excellent. Brought out Mumford & Sons. I didn't want to... I was burying the lead personally with that one on this podcast because I wanted Marlene to be the one <laughs> via clip to let you all know that, yeah, Mumford & Sons surprise guest with Noah Khan. The folk girls were losing their damn minds. And I was happy to be there. I was happy to be there. And I have now listened to that Stick Season song it's definitely gonna, it's probably going to be on, like, my Spotify wrapped as, like, you listen to this song 12 times in one day. Like, are you okay? Like, that's probably gonna be, because I listened to it constantly post-ACL because I just, I loved that song. And it was definitely one of those instances of when you're listening to somebody brand new for the first time, like I was Noah Khan, I had not heard anything of his before, um... I'm listening to the songs on the set list. I'm like, yeah, these are good. He brings out Mumford and Sons. I'm like, okay, yeah, I see the vision. It's not until he plays that song that I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, I get it now. I get it now. There are some, and, and I know it's his most popular song, but that's kind of the reason, right? Like, there are some songs that just reach more people and more people relate to and feel in their body, right? There are more songs, there are songs like that that more people can relate to versus other songs. So I know that's a super um, well thought out thesis on 
music and how it inspires other people. But anyway. But yeah, we did see 1975 right after Noah Khan. And like I also mentioned last week, I have seen the 1975 on their tour stop in Fort Worth. That was on October 9th. So kind of within the same week. Actually, definitely within the same week, Monday to Saturday. I saw the 1975 twice. And one thing I will say, and I'm actually 100% certain that I bring this up on the recap that I will um, cut to after this little blurb, but they did not play chocolate in Fort Worth, but they did at ACL. So I feel like I got the whole thing, right? I got the whole thing. Um, but with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the recap with Miss Madeline that we recorded on our drive back to Dallas. All right, this is me, it's me, and I'm here with Madeline, and we're on the road back to Dallas. So we're gonna do a little recap. So we just dropped off Miss Marlene. Marlene, we love ya. It was quite the weekend. Um, but we are sore, so start there. We are sore. Um, Personally, my lungs are aflame, and I think it's a little combination of some dust, um, and then also probably the Benjamin did not even help my case remotely, so that's awesome. So I feel like I've been hit by a bus, but that's okay, um, but we're just going to like recap our faves. So Madeline, I'm going to ask you officially now, official recap. What was your favorite performance at ACL? I honestly can't even say I have. It, I think it's a three-way tie, really. Oh, Alanis, we have a tie. Okay, yeah. Noah Khan, yep. 1975. Absolutely. I mean, the last three that we saw just really ate it up. Like, uh, I'm incredible. The energy, the performance, speechless. Speechless, for sure. I'm going to have to say... By principle, Alanis Morissette was my favorite. Um, I am a huge Alanis fan. I've been meaning to see Alanis on tour. Um, she doesn't really travel a lot to Texas, I've, I've gathered. She's not really touring a whole lot in Texas. So it has been hard for me to find Alanis concerts. So it, for me... It gave everything it was supposed to give. <laughs> she is so beautiful. She sounds incredible. Um, she, I mean, she was, I, I may have said it yesterday, but she was glowing. She was oh, radiant. Oh, she's giving hot mom. Like, she's definitely giving <laughs> she hot mom. Um, she was killing it. She said she had, like, what, a 5, 7, and 12-year-old or something like that. Like, she's got children now, Miss Alanis Morissette. Um, and I'm going to make an assumption that she's maybe 45, maybe 50, um, but she just looks, I mean, she is aging. Like, I'm trying to find that in a bottle somewhere and purchase it. If you guys know where I can get that, let me know, because I need, I need, to, look, I need to look like that when I'm her age. I think she looks incredible. Um, she sounds amazing. She obviously takes care of her voice. Oh, yeah. Um, she was, she was not, so, she was so not standing good. still. She would not quit moving. She was moving everywhere. So she I'm was sure so she takes energetic. Yes. She was spinning around. Oh, yes. She was, yeah, she was getting the zoomies. And I think that, 
I the harmonica. Oh, and she was letting us have it with oh. that fucking harmonica. Like she was, she was going to town. She has so much air, okay, in her in her lungs. Right now, my lungs, they feel like they're on the brink of collapse. Okay, just, please God protect cold. me from lung collapse because they hurt. But um, she was, yeah, she was running around, spinning around, playing the harmonica, screaming at the top of her lungs. She was giving. So I have to say Alanis was my favorite, but I will say sleeper hit of the evening. So if you have listened to the previous episode of the podcast, um, I think it was just being serious. Episode 25, I discussed, or was that episode 26? I actually don't know anything about my own podcast, but um, I saw the 1975 in Fort Worth on October 9th. And I I thought they were great. I thought it sounded good. Um, Now, if I look at that show that I just saw on Monday and I compare it to the performance that the 1975 put on at ACL, night and day, I'm almost, I'm almost pissed in hindsight thinking back at Monday's performance. Like, the energy that group brought to ACL was, I was not expecting it, truthfully. I really wasn't expecting, like, I was expecting people to go because they were, you know, between them and Foo Fighters, the last acts of the evening. I was expecting people to, you know, go. I was not expecting everyone to be screaming. I think the energy of the crowd really enhanced it, though, too, because, I mean, people were jumping, the girlies were screaming, it was really giving me flashbacks to, like, 2013 Tumblr Teen Girl. Oh, fully, 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 fully. Like, everybody, and and, and one thing I noticed is everybody knew the new music, too, so I feel like I've been living in a a bubble of, like, oh, yeah, I know some of, like, their new songs. No, bitch. They're popular. Like, they are... I mean, the energy was electric. I, um... We had an amazing view. Um, and then about halfway through the performance, I actually had to pee. And I hate to say that, but I did. And I walked around the side of the stage. And just getting a full scope of how many people were there. And just, you know, catching a little side stage glimpse action it just the vibes were immaculate 10 out of 10 I there's nothing else for me to say so I'm gonna have to say Alanis was my favorite but 1975 is an honorable mention favorite yeah in my book they were honorable mention um Foo Fighters were good I mean they sound great they were not doing the energy that the 1975 was doing but also consider the audience okay consider the source the audience for Foo Fighters is a little bit older, a little wiser. They're starting to get weird. What, no, what is that Wayne's World quote? I'm a little older, I'm a little wiser. I'm starting to get hair in really weird places. I think that's it. Um, that's the vibe of that crowd. They're a little bit older. They're a little bit more mellow. They like to have fun. They like to rock, but they're not like I think screaming, also, crying, throwing up. Yeah, I think also by the time we got over there, people were already trying to beat the crowd and head out. That is so true. Yeah, so people were filing out. Um but we didn't see the beginning of the set. I think we caught Best of You and we caught Best of You. We didn't catch All My Life, I don't think. Um, and we got Everlong. Oh, and Monkey Wrench. We got Monkey Wrench, which was good. I was I was happy about that one. But 
Yeah. Which kind of crumbles still. Um, I'm going to also give an honorable mention to Noah Kahn. Okay, so first of all, it's not Kahan. So if you listen to Which, the last episode where I said I was going to be seeing Noah Kahan's set, don't even, don't even comment because I know what I said and I know that I'm wrong and I'm apologizing publicly to Noah Kahn here on the Just Being I mean, Silly podcast. We really, we, we really never fact-checked that, so we could still be totally incorrect. I thought I heard people saying Noah Kahn. Okay, but yeah, I, I, guess, I think it is. I think... You know what? I don't even give a shit at this point. I'm just, I'm happy that we were there. I thought he was incredible. So good. Um, we caught ourselves a fun guest surprise with Noah Khan in Mumford yes. and Sons, who is playing tonight at Sunday of ACL. Mumford and Sons is the headliner. So to have them come out and do a song with him, a little ditty with him, it was... The crowd went... I mean, we pretty much the saved ourselves some crazy. money. Yeah, that because, was so good, though. Because I think that they were the headliners for Sunday, so they're the mm-hmm. big ticket act. So you basically got a little taste of Sunday for free on the low. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and then, you know, I've not really heard anything of Noah Khan's. I'll be completely honest when I say that. I think I've already mentioned it. Like, I, I haven't really heard anything about him. I've heard about him, but I have not heard his music. Um, that little sticky season song is pretty good. Oh, I, I think so I had heard Style Drunk before. Oh, but good. I hadn't heard Stick Season. But that is now on my liked songs on Spotify. I was like, <laughs> after that, damn near brought to tears by that. Like those so kids, good. the kid, it was obviously really I mean, good. I can't. I know. I keep saying everything was just so good, but truly, that is. My mind was blown. But the way the kids were so responding to that song, like the kids were like. Screaming and jumping around, and they all boys and girls Mm -hmm. because normally the girlies are the ones that bring the energy because we are the most important members of society. But (laughs) the boys were even like jumping around and screaming the lyrics with like huge smiles on their faces. I don't know if they were like on Molly or something, (laughs) like they were, they were, they could have just been happy to be alive. Like it was very, really enjoying it. Everyone was enjoying it. Everybody was really chill at that set. Nobody was rude at that set. The only people that were rude um, were at Alanis Morissette. So this one goes out to the kids that were in front of us at Alanis Morissette. Why the fuck, and I'm going to say this right now, why the fuck would you push your way to the front, or we weren't in the front at Alanis Morissette. We were in a very nice spot. Um, But we kind of fought to get a little bit closer for Alanis so we could see. Like, I wanted to see her on the stage. And we fought to be pretty close. And these kids fought their way through this crowd to get right in front of us just to sit there and talk. And flirt. And flirt and make out and, like, have their backs completely turned to not giving, be Alanis Morissette the entire fucking yeah. time. Not giving a care in the world. Somebody was not raised right. Because no. I just, like, you don't have to like the music I like. You don't have to respect it. You don't have to... It's not about that. It's about why would you fight your way to be in front of people just to not be interested in what's happening and to be disgusting. I think we're going to go to Tovlo after this. Like, get the hell out of here. And then also the fact that one almost ran Marlene over straight, oh. straight up. Just and you know if they would have run Marlene over, I would have been in the Austin, oh. <laughs> Austin City Austin. Police Department because what the hell. And so I'm like, Marlene, please, here, just scoot past me. Get over here. Like... They weren't paying attention. They really did not care. Yeah, no, they were. They were um, about 
about as bad as they could be. So, I, if you are those children, you know, just you know that I, yeah, you know who you are. I can't stand you. I can't stand it. And they were drinking beer, okay, and smoking pot, which, hey, that's America's pastime, baby. Like, I love that. But they were also looking like they were about 16. So, yeah. that was where my concern lies. I think we came to the conclusion that, if anything, they were maybe freshmen in college. Like, definitely underage drinking, but not... Yeah, um, I definitely think that Not they... in a way that would be like... No, I guess all underage drinking is bad. Maybe that's a stance I should take on the Just Being Silly podcast, but... Um, the vibe I was getting is they are definitely, like, University of Texas freshmen frat. Children. Oh, God. And, you know, that was bad enough. Mm-hmm. You know it's bad enough to be in that territory with those people. Um, not for me, though, because we won, so y'all be easy. But they're just, yeah, it was obnoxious. They were, we had this one couple that was standing in front of me. I was, like, bobbing and weaving between their heads because they were just, like, the reason I thought that this group was, like, younger than they probably actually were, they're probably 18 or 19. I thought they were definitely giving, like, 15 or 16. The way that they were just dry humping and like grabbing groping and grabbing and smooching and like doing all of this shit I'm like this is not how adults act like even young fun adults like nobody is getting mounted at the Alanis Morissette show no. like in the real world like these kids we're, we're here sobbing at the Alanis oh it's like raying on your wedding day like yeah. I was like very I was I was we're having being, a moment. I was he, there was a part of me that was I was like, excuse me, I'm being healed right now. Can y'all shut the we're fuck up? We're having revelations. And yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I was like, you ought to know that this is not the etiquette for a show. Period. Yeah, they were yelling at each other like, well, we're gonna go. Oh, drop the mic. God bless me. Um, they were talking about where they were gonna go next, and then they were like bringing friends over, which that was another thing too. Is like we're all pretty close and packed yeah. in. You guys are going to leave to bring in more people. Like, it's like if you have 10 chairs and 10 people are sitting in the chairs and one of you gets up and goes, I'm going to bring my five friends over. Where are your five friends going to stand? Well, because there are 10 spaces and they are already occupado. So, right, what? People also have their, like, blankets already set up and their spaces set for the day. And they're just stomping in. Tied over. I just, I couldn't handle it. It was too much. I will say that it really wasn't overrun with the kiddos this weekend, though. It was definitely a far better vibe. I heard weekend one was overrun with the children yeah. um, because it fell on the high school fall breaks for Austin public schools. So it was like basically daycare. Like kids were getting dropped off with lemonade money and were like, <laughs> It was like, all right, I'll see you later. Mom, my mom, if your mom takes us, my mom can pick us up. Like, it was definitely that vibe weekend one from what I hear. But weekend two was definitely more college and just young to regular adult. So, you know, as long as everyone had a good time. Oh, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, if everyone had a good time. They didn't ruin it. I mean, they didn't ruin it. They didn't ruin it at all. It was still perfect. It was just annoying. Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. It was just annoying. Um, But I guess I have to be an adult and learn to get over it and not think about it for the rest of my life, which unfortunately I think is going to be the path uh, that I take. I'm going to have to think about it for the rest of my life. Maybe they'll learn. 
Maybe, but they also just them. might be bad people. You never know. You, really you, never, you know never know until they grow completely up and you find out. But because honestly, probably if my freshman year, I would have been a terror too. Terror too. Madeline, I know you would have been. Oh, I would have okay. been absolutely. Now I don't think horrific. you would have been doing the pushing in front of people like who are like I. I don't think you would have tried to get in the very front no. just to turn your back completely on the artist. To I would have just been like stumbling and falling, which literally everywhere. Which God forbid, <laughs> women have hobbies, right? Like you can do whatever you want. Right. I just my thing was like, do not block all of the people because we were definitely yeah. in the area with like the Alanis Morissette fans. Oh. Like the like we were not yes. barricade by any means, but we were also not far back on the hill. We were pretty damn close. Um, pictures on the Instagram probably to come on. Um, I might cover, I might do an ACL more about the music episode. It's to be determined. Okay, listen, we're on tiny mics right now, and we're in the car driving. So, if you're listening to this, it could be on Just Being Silly, episode 27, live from ACL, or it could be a more about the music side episode. I really haven't decided, and that's the beauty of having your own podcast. Well, it looks like I did decide, though. It looks like I did decide because it did make it to just being silly, right? And this was definitely a self-serving episode, which I feel like they all should be. I feel like they all should be. If I'm sitting here, if I'm setting the whole thing, the whole thing, the whole thing thing up, if I'm setting the whole damn thing up and talking into the microphone in front of quite literally nobody, some of these should be a little self-serving. I think I deserve it. And with that, I am going to bring this episode to a close. It was already all over the place. If you've made it this far, God bless you, man. Like, you didn't have to do all that, and you did it anyway. And for that, we thank you. Um, But, yeah, this was just an episode I wanted to get up. Live from ACL. um, Also introduce some new personalities to the JBS lore, okay? Now we've got Madeline and Marlene, and now you know what they sound like. So you know I'm not making people up when I talk about my friends. And when I get the rest of the girls on the podcast, then what? (laughs) Then what? Anyway, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Um, Next week, and I never really tell you what I'm going to talk about the week before, because I typically don't know, right? Like, I typically take life as it comes and I record like most of the time day of, okay? I'm not, I'm not perfect and I never claim to be, but yeah, I normally wait until like the day of or the day before to record my podcast and that's kind of when I come up, especially with like just being silly, more about the music. There's a little bit more thought that goes into it. Just being silly is me turning on the mic and being silly, right? But I do want to try something different. Just this once. Just this once. We'll see how it goes. And if it sucks, it sucks. But I kind of already know what I'm going to talk about next week. I listened to Alex Earl's podcast, um, Hot Mess, a part of the Unwell Network, which one day I will be a part of. Not right now. Y'all be easy. But soon I will be a part of that network. Um, But she had this episode, and it was called Her Sorority Experience, or My Sorority Experience, if you're Alex Earl. And she kind of talks about her experience in a sorority, 
And it's not incredibly detailed, obviously, because she's Alex Earl and she's protecting a lot of identities and situations and things like that. And she also dropped, like, I think her sophomore year is what she said. So she didn't have too much to say about her sorority experience. But when she was talking, it kind of got me thinking about my sorority experience. And wouldn't you know it, I was in a sorority all four years. All four years. I even held some leadership positions. <laughs> Not for too long, though. Some some of y'all saw to that, but it happened. And I thought for episode, oh God, what is it going to be? Episode 28? I could dive in a little bit on my own sorority experience. A little sorority special, if you will. And... One thing about me is I'm not Alex Earl. I don't have millions of people listening to this podcast yet. I am under no obligation to put things lightly or to protect certain identities, okay? I am I am just me. I am but a girl. So, if you're interested in some of that, Please tune in next week to Just Being Silly. Okay, that's truly the end of the episode now. I'm not going to do Q&A, but I might do Q&A next week for next week's episode at the end if it's not a horribly lengthy episode. Uh, So do be sure to go to the Google form in the show notes and submit an anonymous Q&A question or a request for advice. Follow Just Being Silly on Instagram at just being silly pod. Follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and rate it five stars. Please, please rate it five stars. Um, and once you're done rating it five stars, you can sleep better at night knowing that you are helping me have five stars on my podcast. Okay, thank you so much. Love ya, and I will talk to you later. Okay, bye.